0: Welcome to Permission to Win, a podcast asking life's most fundamental questions, like what is permission, who needs my permission, and why are we talking about permission anyway? In each episode, your co-hosts explore different ways to say it's okay, discussing all the different permissions we need in our lives to do or not do the things that we do. Now, in case you think you need it, here's your permission to join David and Kim.
1: We're back, Kim. Time to do this again.
2: I'm so excited.
1: Are you are you really excited?
2: I'm always really excited. I can't help it.
1: <laughs> well, I just want to make sure you're being honest with me. Cause sometimes I get the feeling.
2: Feelings lie, David.
1: <laughs> you think maybe that my own Feeling of insecurity and lack of honesty at times is permeating over into what I hear others say or others (laughs) do. So, if you haven't figured it out, our topic today is honesty. We want to figure out how to be honest with ourselves and we want to make sure that we're being, I'm struggling here to say honest or appropriately honest with other folks and it's sometimes telling people what you really mean that's honesty and what you really want out of that experience or just not giving up and saying well that's fine I'll just take whatever I can get
2: I think whenever you talk about appropriate honesty I love that term actually I haven't thought about it in those two words put together, but that's exactly what we're talking about on today's episode.
1: Neat. So how can we give ourselves permission to be honest with ourselves?
2: I think that you're going to have to like put some parameters out there. I think you're going to have to make it when you're talking about you, when you're talking about yourself and being aware of the times that you'd mislead yourself. I know I had to, I spent a year and this is kind of a silly thing, but I spent a year checking myself on whether I was keeping my word to myself, whether I was being honest with myself. And I did this like every day I would check in with whether I was really telling myself the truth about what I was doing, what I wasn't doing, who I was, who I was, you know, pretending to be and didn't realize it. So I think that it's a really important thing to just stop for a minute and check yourself on this.
1: Can you give an example?
2: Um, you know, whenever you're somebody like me, who's extra, I'll call it who's super (laughs) intense and (laughs) full throttle most of the time. And you come into a room of people who are very polished and proper You don't always fit in, just to be honest. And I think that being appropriately honest, I am extra, I am full throttle, and I can tone it down without giving up who I am. I don't need to be loud. I'm extra even when I'm quiet. (laughs) Like I am, you know, my very presence is extra, if you want to call it that. But I don't have to be loud and obnoxious. And so checking myself on that, but also checking myself to see if I'm staying quiet when I should speak up. You know, the opposite is true is I want them to like me. So I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to be honest and say that out loud because I want them to like me. So it goes to both extremes, kind of
1: we definitely edit ourselves in social situations or sometimes as you're saying, we don't edit ourselves and we either act. And this, (laughs) a supervisor that I had had this brilliant saying of act like you've been somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) And his, the, the meaning behind that is don't just act like you came off the, the farm or came out out of the, the big city and or whatever and that's all you know you we live in a society and you have to be able to get along with other people that's his that was his meaning i believe behind all that but you're right we have to be honest with ourselves when we go interact with other people but we want to make sure that we keep ourselves honest to what it is that we Need to be doing. We kind of covered some of this idea in our previous episode, and you want to be able to feel confident in yourself. You give yourself permission to say it's okay to do the next thing, take the next step.
2: So, can I give you an example of what I think about when I think of confidence in this context with honesty?
1: No, we're going to move on. Cause I don't have that, <laughs> but if you feel like you must and must be honest, then go ahead.
2: I feel like I must be honest. So I think when you're talking about confidence, I can say with all confidence that I love hard. Like I am very much someone who, if I love you, I love you. I love you extra. Just like I am, you know, I, I am very intent and intense both with loving someone but I also know that confidence is like that that part I'm confident but I also am confident in the fact that I don't always do it the right way That I am messy about it sometimes and I'm too much sometimes for some people and I think having that honesty with myself and that's not a negative thing it's just a being aware of People get to tell you how much they allow you to love them or they allow you to be intense in their life and being respectful of that. I feel like that's an appropriate honesty, you know, being aware that I'm that way and knowing I can give someone the freedom to say, okay, you're a little too much today for me. I feel like that's a really honest thing. It's inappropriate. I don't. It's not necessary that I come and squeeze you until you can't breathe, and you know I don't have to put my way of doing something on you. So I think when someone is allowed to say, "Look, I love you, but I don't want you hugging me so tight I am choking," I think that, and I know that that's a silly example.
1: Well, it's not. We have personal space, and the it's up to Both people, you know, the hugger is coming up saying, I honestly want to hug you. The person who is not excited about the hug should have a level of honesty and awareness of themselves to to be able to say, I don't want you to hug me. Or you get the one and we're done. That is honesty on both sides. And if you're not being honest to yourself, you'll let everybody hug you, even though you are completely creeped out by it. I don't understand that. I'm a hugger, but (laughs) you can be wrong. It's okay. (laughs)
0: It's Uh. a
2: good thing you're a hugger because when my husband and I like came and picked you up in Dallas, it's like, there was no way I wasn't hugging your neck. And I just laugh (laughs) because I think appropriately I should have said, can I hug you? But are you kidding? No, I just squeezed you. (laughs) So I think that that's a funny like, that's a funny example, but the truth is that is appropriately honest to allow someone to hug you or to not and be okay with telling them which it is. Like, that that's a really good example of a lot of people will just endure, is what I would call it, mm. and resent that invasion of their personal space instead of just saying, hey, look, I'm not a hugger. Can, can we still be friends, but I'm not a hugger?
1: you're you're exactly right with the endurance thing. And I think that is where we fail to give ourselves that permission to be honest with ourselves and with other people is it generates a resentment. It generates a frustration. It generates some sort of negative in our lives when we're not willing to say you can go this far and no further when you're dealing with me, because we want to be accepted. We want to be, Um, involved. We want to be part of the team as it were. It's interesting in, in work environments. I still have a muggle job and go most days. And as a group, you want to make sure that you participate in a particular way. You want to do a thing and you have to be honest with yourself as far as how involved do you want to be with the crowd? I'm an extrovert and I Don't understand those people that sit in the corner of the cafeteria by themselves having lunch. I can't do it. I need to have lunch with somebody else. I do exercise with other people. So it's being around other people that that I generally need versus I need to also give myself permission to understand the introverts. Those people who need a break from other people.
2: I am a true introvert which is so funny because I'm around people all the time and I love people hard and I want to be around people. But at the same time to re- recharge my batteries, you and I did like a whole conversation about this. To recharge my batteries, it's the quiet, it's the pulling away and having no people. So for me to, and I'm gonna say endure again, for me to endure 24 seven of intense relationship you know, constant companion, constant everything, and to not say anything that turns into resentment because I don't have a way to recharge or refill my cup. And I think that's another appropriate honesty thing is it's appropriate for me to say, I'm going to just go, you know, over here by myself for a little bit. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with how I feel about you but i need a i need a fat minute <laughs> i need a fat minute to fill my cup back up
1: <laughs> well we do that on so many different things and it's so it's totally fine it's socially acceptable i'm hungry i'm going to go eat what you're saying is i'm full of people i'm going to go get away and that's being honest with yourself and that's you know It's helpful if we're honest and that we give each other permission that those around us understand exactly what we're trying to achieve. Hey, I am full right now. I need to get away from folks. I need to go recharge my batteries just for a little while. I need half an hour, whatever it is. And then I'll be right back and I'll be back full bore and we'll just have more fun. That communication, that permission, that honesty, It all comes together, and we have to be willing to let people do that around us, and we need to be willing to do it for ourselves.
2: So I kind of want to take this on a little twist, David.
1: Why not?
2: (laughs) When you're talking about being appropriately honest, I think in relationships with people, there are times when it's not just too much people time or too little people time, I think there's also a part in there that makes us talk too much or talk too little. And I do think omission is a form of being dishonest, but omitting necessary facts is the dishonest part. I think omitting unnecessary information Is actually kind to other people. Because if I told you everything that goes on in my day and I told you everything that goes on, you know, has gone on in all my years, and I tell you everything before I can feel like we're friends, I will never get to the friend stage because you will block my number. There is so much gone on in my life. And I think if you think about it in that way, what is the necessary information? to make sure that you're being honest in a relationship with someone.
1: You're talking about oversharing.
2: Oversharing, yes.
1: (laughs) And that, yes, that can, can, sure, it's honest. But as you say, is it necessary?
0: And
2: I think sometimes it's necessary to understand the levels of friendship and the, and the levels of your circle. Mm -hmm. Because there are people that are in our lives that we can share the oversharing bits with. We can share the, you know, TMI, the too much information things with them, because we need to get that out because we need to talk about it. Not that they need it, but we need to. I do think that there are conversations that take place that are necessary for our you know mental health for our emotional health but what i'm talking about oversharing or you're talking about oversharing it's when you're in a relationship with someone and you feel like you've got to give 27 points to the fact that you said yes or <laughs> you know you've got to give all this background for all these things it's not necessary some people call that you know well i'm just being honest Well, no, you're just really talking too much. And I am guilty. Like, this is one thing I can say. I am guilty of doing this. I am guilty of giving too much information when someone really just wanted to know a simpler answer. I just think that that's an example of the appropriate honesty. Don't think you're dishonest because you're not giving the 27 points to go with the answer
1: my son came to me one time when he was in high school and said, Hey dad, I need some advice, but I don't need a life lesson. I just need some advice, (laughs) which made me think about all the times that I had dumped all of my life experience on him. Whenever he tripped on his way up the stairs, well, you know what you've got to be aware of. Those stairs, they'll get you in life. Da, 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 and I don't need a life lesson, dad. I just need some advice.
2: He must be a wise son.
1: Yeah, he's, he's wiser than he needs to be right now. Cause I, yeah, he's, he's, he's 50 years old inside. <laughs> Cause I, I dumped it all on him, but that's exactly what you're saying is, is pick the moment, pick the person the group those are the ones to be open and honest to the extreme with the, everybody else they get the cliff notes and that's okay cuz not everybody needs to know all the gory details and that's something that you have to practice honest to goodness that's something if you're a verbose individual that is something that you have to practice to get it down to the The first two sentences of a paragraph, (laughs) I was at a training conference and learned from a brilliant woman who used to design documents for IBM back when they were a new thing. And one of the examples that she provided was a, I don't know how many words were in the paragraph, a long paragraph that we were assigned to read in the class. And it began complete form A36 and fill out in triplicate. And then all these details, 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 details for this whole big, long paragraph about how we do a thing and what steps to do to complete this process. And you get down to the very end. And it says, if you want to send kumquats to Nigeria, (laughs) the odds of anybody wanting to send kumquats to Nigeria Is very low. So her whole point was you have to reverse the idea. Start with the if, then put the then. You know, if you want to know more about me, click here, say yes or no, and then I'll give you the rest of this information. But let's give them the out. Don't just dump it on them and assume that they want to hear it all. That's oversharing maybe that needs to be a whole different episode, but (laughs) (laughs) for now we're talking about honesty and, and how too much honesty is not necessarily a good thing.
2: Well, and I want to like change a little bit of what you just said, as far as too much honesty and all that, I think we should be a hundred percent honest all the time.
1: Good perspective.
2: I just don't think that it requires every last thing that's a necessary information to be honest. True. And it's different. I I do want to address, you know, the little saying that, that we have of white lies. We say something because we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, but here's the problem with that. One of the things I used to tell my boys when they were growing up is don't tell me you like something I've cooked if you don't because I might make it every night for you. If you tell me, you know, how good it is and you're not being honest, you may get real sick of it because it's it's something that I'm believing you. I believe that what you're telling me is the truth.
1: Honesty is training. You're training people by your responses because If they've asked you a a legit question and you give them a partial truth answer to make them feel better about whatever it is, my wife, when she would cook certain things, my politically correct answer was I am confident that you follow the instructions on the box exactly to the letter. (laughs) I do not like the way they recommended that you assemble that meal.
2: (laughs) So I taught my boys to, to tell me it's not my favorite whenever they would, because it was, it was their way of saying something nice because they needed to have manners. They went to all kinds of other places to eat, but they needed to not be rude about it. And so I do want to know the truth. I want to know exactly the truth You know, it's got too much salt in it. That's an honest answer. But you don't always have to be rude about it. It's not my favorite. And then if I want to know why it's not their favorite, I will ask that question. What can I do better? Like, what is it about it that would have tasted better?
1: Sometimes it's up to you to decide how much honesty you want. Mm -hmm. Because you may just need the cursory level of honesty that says, no, I don't want this. But you may want to improve on whatever it is. So you may need to get deeper and deeper into the why. And obviously, that's this is an analogy for all kinds of things in life. You know, I'm not doing this thing right the way you need it done. Do I care enough to dig in and find out how I can improve that?
2: And some things like buying a box of something to follow directions on, just don't buy that box anymore. Like that's as simple as that. That's not my favorite. Okay. We won't have that anymore. If it's something that I'm trying to create something they like, and I have put together a recipe and I'm working really hard at making something they love, then yes, I need to know that it has too much salt in it because I can adjust that. Mm -hmm. But I think being honest in conversations, like we can talk about this, but I will give you another example of something that. My husband, he laughs, but he would say to me whenever, and and I think this is in every household in the world, is what do you want for dinner? I don't care. (laughs) And so one of his things he would never ask for, never want ever, is liver and onions. And so that's what I would say. Great, liver and onions it is. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. What are you saying? (laughs) So I think sometimes whenever we answer in a way that is dishonest, because when I tell him, I don't care about something, but I really do. I'm being dishonest, but I need to also remember it needs to be the appropriate, you know, I don't need to go into the whole explanation of 47 reasons why and like all of that sometimes it's just as simple as I don't really want to eat Mexican food tonight
1: well and this is I don't know dangerous to say some people perceive the honest answer as a different thing so when you ask what do you want for dinner and he says I don't care he's limiting his thought process to a finite group of things and in his mind it would never be liver and onions
2: exactly
1: and so we have to assume that when we communicate with people that we're talking in the same exact realm but we're not we rarely ever are because it goes back to the internet and the old is the dress yellow is the dress blue thing people see things differently and honesty can be on a scale with certain people for certain reasons and so we We have to be cognizant of that, I think, to know that, okay, let's communicate enough with our honesty to find out that we're actually talking about the same thing.
2: I absolutely love how you framed it that he would never think I would include that in the possibilities. I, I love that you, you like really brought that home because that's the truth. He knows I love him. He knows I know that he doesn't like that. And he knows I would not make that for him. But when he says that to me and I I give him a hard time about it, it, it is a funny, like, and I want to say that out loud. It is a funny with us. It is not a mean conversation. It's just a funny that, you know, pushing that boundary and pushing that thing. But the truth is, I would never make him that.
1: No, but you're trying to help him realize what he's saying. And we do this, or we need to do this. We need to be honest with other people to do that, to say, is that really what you meant? Because my my wife asked my brother-in-law one time to, you need to convince me to do a thing. And it was very broad. can't remember exactly what it was. He goes, be careful what you ask for, because I can probably talk you into never leaving your house ever again. And she was like, okay, let me change the parameters of what I need you to convince me of. Yes. (laughs) And so that's the thing we have to be aware of is again, we're not always coming. Even when we start these episodes, I have an idea of the topic. Kim, you come to the uh, table with a whole different idea of the topic sometimes. And we meet in the middle. And we work through these ideas and, and hopefully, hopefully the folks out there are just really loving every single word that we say. (laughs) I mean, I'm hanging on every word that I say. I know that.
2: (laughs) So let's be honest.
1: (laughs) Okay. I'm not.
2: (laughs) That, that even if someone is not being honest, like, And not writing us every single time. This is like, this is to me is an appropriate honesty. If there are some things that we're saying that you don't resonate with, or you don't have to write us line by line every single time. Well, I don't agree with this. And I don't agree. with That's still not being dishonest. Like that is still not a dishonest. But if you said, I love every single word you say. First off, you are not listening to all the words because you know, we both we both say things sometimes that are spicy. But I also think that it it's that parameter part. It's pulling it back down into what are we talking about? We hope you connect with us. We hope you are resonating with what our conversations are about. We hope for that. But if we have things that, you know, are really not landing. We really would like your honest feedback. That is not something we're just saying. We would love to hear it because we're open. Like we are open with being honest with our own selves that if something needs to change or we need to learn something or whatever that is, that's something being honest. But I do giggle about the parameters the parameters are be nice. Please don't send us hate mail. Like, let's <laughs> just say that.
1: <laughs> well, I, I'll go back to the, at the end of the show, you'll, you'll hear our uh, good friend, Susan Foucher, uh, ask you to provide a five-star rating and review. And what we're asking for there is it is a five-star system. We're not asking for a, the fifth star. We're asking for you to rate us on a five-star scale and your honest review. That is In my uh, voiceover work, that is what I've mentioned before I'm desperate for is please give me that real feedback that allows me to improve or do a thing or whatever it is. I think we just struggle from so much cursory approval. Oh, it's great. I love it.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. I don't want anyone to give us a five-star review. That doesn't mean it. And so, when we talked about that, that was something I never thought about the parameter of that's the system. I don't want it to be that we are saying to anyone, give us five stars. Don't you don't have to listen? We just want your five star review. That's not what we are saying. So, when I push back and it was explained, it was a system that now makes complete sense to me.
1: And so go give us five stars, please. And we will (laughs) put you in our show notes and give you a $10 gift certificate. No, we won't do any of that. But we do appreciate your true and honest feedback for the show, because that's how we get better. And that's how we improve. And that's how we keep coming back.
0: And we're grateful for each one of you. Thanks for spending time with David and Kim. Now it's your turn to explore permission in your world. If you have any thoughts, ideas, or questions about the show, please email info at yourpermissiontowin.com. And although they don't need permission to produce new episodes, they sure would appreciate it. Your permission in the form of a five-star rating and review will help keep the show going. Until next time, here's your permission to win.